Welcome everyone to Lotto Rink. Merrimack is set to take on the Vermont Catamounts, game one of our weekend set. And we'll uh, visit, as we always do, with Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. And Scott, last time we were together uh, down at Lowell, uh, 6-4 win for the Riverhawks. Uh, we almost saw the greatest comeback in the history of college hockey. You get that thing back to 6-4. Uh, Irvine just misses making it 6-5. And, uh, you know, that was uh, one heck of a comeback. No, it would have been a great story, obviously. And you know, credit to our team for staying with it and uh, trying to get themselves back into the game. We talk a lot about playing for 60 minutes to win the game, no matter what the score is. And I thought that was a great example of a group of guys doing that and putting themselves in a position to maybe come back and get into the game, get the game to overtime. So, you know, it was a difficult game to lose. We obviously had a lot of opportunities that we didn't cash in on. And, um, you know, disappointed the way their pucks went in. And I, I, as I showed our team this week, though, it's the big misnomer is it's all goal. It's not goaltending. It's team goaltending, and we need to do a better job around our goalie to give them a better chance to succeed. And uh, we didn't do a great job um, at times in that game on Saturday, and that, that's what hurt us in the end, got us in that hole. But I was impressed with the way the guys stayed with it and kept coming and kept playing. And I actually think at six four, they believed we were going to win that hockey game too. And um, it would have been interesting to see Tyler score that goal because there was still a minute left, and how both teams would have reacted. Well, Lowell got off to the 6-1 to lead. What were the factors in play there that allowed them to get out to that big lead? Was it just a case of them winning more of the physical battles? Well, I think when you play low, you're going to spend some time in your own end. And on the first goal, we'd been in our own end for a little while, but we had defended very well. Uh, and then we made a lazy breakout pass, you know, trying to just you know, get a whistle or get to the next play and that turned over and came right back at us and I uh, went in the net and it was um, you know, so that, that was just a, a poorly played breakout that led to a poorly uh, defensive transition uh, and that's because we were tired you know, we'd been there too long and then the next two goals I believe were both power play goals uh, and as again, you can't um, can't fault uh, the goalie because you're putting yourself in uh, shorthand situations and uh, and we also made a really bad uh, kind of risky play on their second goal where a defensive dove into a pile that he only had about a 20% chance of getting that puck and you know when it's PK it's 80-20 it's not 20-80 and uh, he made an aggressive play but the wrong play um, and left our goalie all alone out front. What was the mood on the bench, Scott, when you guys got it back to 6-4, and particularly when Tyler just missed making it a 6-5 game? I was very positive. You know, I think... um I think the guys, you know, we're still a work in progress, as we've talked about all year. Um, and I think it was one of those moments of belief that they thought they could do it and were excited about the next shift, going over the boards with a lot of confidence. Uh, I felt really good about the team, you know. Um, and I went back and watched the film after the game, and, you know, it's sickening to watch the, the – um, you know, out of the nine chances we gave them, uh, how point blank you know some of those were, and uh, if we could just you know clean that up, you know we could be a good hockey team here down the stretch. Well, you know, you had 39 shots in goal. That was a season high. You gave up only 15. That was a season low. Was 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 that a fair assessment of of how you guys carried and pretty much dominated the game? I think it was a good assessment of, uh, but I also think that they kind of turned it off at six to one, um, and it's natural for it's hard to coach a team when you're up six one. I mean, it, it uh, we haven't had that luxury here to deal with very much, but uh, you know it is difficult to keep your players playing and doing the right things and not getting a little 
uh, risky in their play, and I think that's kind of what happened. And then they got that five-minute major, and that really had got us going, and, and kind of they weren't mentally prepared to play it probably because they were in a pretty good, you know, in coast mode already. So, um, you know, I, I think that we had a number of chances to be successful, but they play their system, you know, rock solid, and they know they got a great goaltender, and uh, they're not afraid to, for you to get shots on them, and, and they work really hard to make sure their shots are quality ones. So I think the shots were a little misleading from how the game was played, um, but I would say we certainly had a chance to win the game and unfortunately gave up six. Scott, we talk all the time about how uh, power plays can change the momentum of a game. That certainly happened at the end of the game. You get the five-minute major, the five-on-three, Irvine scores, and uh, you wound up getting three power play goals on the, in that sequence. So uh, uh, that had to be a positive, huh? It really was. It's funny. We had had a couple of pretty good power plays earlier in the game. We didn't score on, uh, but we had good zone possession and we had good opportunities to attack. And I think our guys played the power play with a lot of confidence. Um, and then, uh, you know, scoring on that five on three as quickly as we did, I think, uh, really lifted the whole bench. You know, then we obviously, we haven't played a lot of six on five hockey. We've played almost no six on four hockey. Uh, but I was really impressed with the way the guys kind of took from the board what we were supposed to do on the ice. Typically you like to make sure you're practicing those situations but in a practice week there's not a lot of time for six on four and um, I thought that our guys did a great job of uh, holding uh, spots. Not Sometimes the six on four guys skate too much and they don't let the puck do the work. We let the puck do the work and gave us a couple of really nice goals and, and almost gave us the fifth one. Scott, tonight we get a look at the Vermont Catamounts. Uh, you take a look at their record, you can throw that out the window. Don't let that record fool you. Uh, this, is a, this is a highly skilled team, and uh, for them it's been a case of just they, haven't, they just haven't gotten the bounces. Yeah, you know what? It's um, I've been in the situation their team's in right now, and it's tough to play. And, and I think that um, they are. You know, I watched them against UMass Lowell twice and against Dartmouth, and, and they got one point out of those three games, and they played really well. Um, they're a good team. They have one of the best goalies in the league, um, so they're always going to be a challenge. And you know, I think it's uh, their challenge right now for them has been more. Um, just the uh, moves, maybe not the right word, but the mental disposition of their team. Um, you know, when you're desperate, that's a good thing. But when you're uh, in a corner, that can be a tough thing. When things don't go your way, it's easy to back up. So I um, didn't see a lot of backup in the three games that they played. But you know, I, I told our team that this is a hard game for us to play because they're going to play all out offensive. They're going to take chances. They're going to be risky. They're not going to be very structured. Um, and that sometimes can be a challenge if you try to dive into the way they're playing because they'll be better at it than we are. So we're hoping that we stay within our systems, keep the game simple, and you know, that will allow us to be successful. Well, you talked about Stefanos Lekas, Scott. Uh, he certainly is one of the best, and he's the kind of guy that can steal a game for you on any given night. Uh, it's, that's the amazing thing about where they are today, because he can, and he almost did in those games. And uh, He's extremely talented. He's an athletic goalie who loves to get out of his net and play the puck. A key for us tonight is trying not to let him get puck touches when it's not a shot on net, but just if you let him come out of his net and move pucks and get into a groove, he's really hard to play against. So our model going into this is going to be we're either going to put the puck into you know hash mark areas or we can go hunt it there without him touching it uh, or wrap it really hard so it gets by him uh, because we don't want him getting free touches. The more free touches he gets, the better he plays. Well, would it be fair to say that that, that is one of the big keys tonight, finding a way to keep this, uh, keep Lekas uncomfortable? 
for it all, you know what? We could be the best team in the league, and it would be the same thing. You've got to make him uncomfortable. You got to keep him in his crease. If you keep him in his crease, he's not as effective. Uh, and that, then you do that by how you, where you put the puck on your dumps. Uh, you do that by the traffic you put in front of him, uh, and you do that by backing him up. And uh, that's what we need to do tonight. And if we do that, I think we'll be successful. Uh, but if he has a lot of clean looks, you're just not going to score on him when he sees the puck. Well, Scott, it seems like you came out of the Lowell game pretty healthy. Uh, uh, is it pretty much a case of the lineup being uh, pretty much the same in terms of bodies tonight? Yeah, you know, tonight uh, Tyler Height played fully. He's not going to play tonight, uh, but the same 7-D will play. Um, we've really grown back there. It's one of the reasons we're living, uh, giving so few shots right now is because our defensive core is getting that puck out of the zone usually pretty quickly. Uh, that's been a hugely positive thing. I think our lines are starting to get some chemistry, uh, which is a really good thing as well. Um, and so we're just hopeful that you know Hugo being healthy will come back and give us more than he was able to against Lowell. Um, and we got Ryan Nolan back in the lineup because of the physical part of his game. Uh, and I think you know that line was good for us the last time they were together, Jessica, uh, Esselin, and Nolan. So hopefully that line gives us something. If they do, we'll have a good offensive night. All right, Scott, we're looking forward to it. Uh, big night, uh, Merrimack in Vermont. Thanks for taking a few minutes. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. See you tomorrow. All right, he's Scott Borick, head coach of the Merrimack Warriors. Mike and I will be back with tonight's Duncan starting lineups from Lotto Rink next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.